0: said unto me, let us go to the house of the Lord. God's been good to you. Give God a hand clap of praise. Amen. It's good to see that we're still, like I said, we're still above the ground and not um, below the ground, which is evident God still has some work for us on this side of the Jordan. Amen. Amen. There is a word that I want to share this morning that's found in the 32nd chapter of Deuteronomy, Deuteronomy chapter 32, And we thank God for those who are um, watching us via social media as well, we thank God for your presence. Deuteronomy chapter 32, and I want to read, start reading at verse 11 and conclude at verse 12. Deuteronomy chapter 32, looking at verse 11 and verse 12. When you have it, you be kind by saying amen. You still looking? Say, hold up. All right, I heard you, I heard you, I heard you. Amen. Amen. Deuteronomy chapter 32 looking at verses 11 and 12 and i'm reading from a new american standard version and this is what it says like an eagle that stirs up its nest that hovers over its young he spread his wings and caught them he carried them on his pinions the lord alone guided him And there was no foreign God with him. And from that, from this text, I simply want to talk about the theology of a protective eagle. The theology of a protective eagle. Y'all going to pray with me just for a little while? The theology of a protective eagle. December 7th, 1941, was the most infamous attack of a u.s submarine ships on what we know as pearl harbor when japanese bombers from the empire of japan deliberately attacked and killed many u.s soldiers and sunk many ships it was a brutal attack it was a horrible attack and it was an attack that the U.S. didn't see coming, but the Japanese had been planning an attack. And as they later said afterwards, I'm afraid all we have done is awoken a sleeping giant. Mm -hmm. And it was Franklin Delano Roosevelt who said that December 7th, a date which will live in infamy. Have I got a witness? And these things occurred, but during that attack, it was a young black man named Doris Miller who had enlisted in the army but had been sent to the kitchen to be a cook. But during the attack, he was the one that took care of his captain whom died and helped others, but then took a task he had never done before, firing a major automatic weapon, machine gun, and helped shoot down Japanese planes because he had no experience at all. But here it is, Sunrise, he was at the right place at the right time to help his fellow navy men who found themselves in trouble and that's the thing about it because it took a courageous act it took a bold act it took an act of bravery in order to step in at the right time and moment to help your squad doris miller could have easily quit he could have easily stayed in hiding and he could have easily just given up But he didn't he made sure to keep and put into practice what he learned from his captain even though during those times in the military there were there were there were many who believed that black men were incapable of combat and the ability to fight so they were tossed in the kitchen and other minute jobs but it was this particular case it was somebody who wasn't thought highly of that became a savior and received one of the highest awards that can be awarded by the U.S. government in terms of military action. That's what happened, and that's why it was important. That even though Sunrise, it was an unlikely person. It was the right person because when you see trouble, and when you deal with trouble, and when you are in trouble, the right person that comes to your rescue at the right time will make you calm, will make you safe, it will make you keep going because they showed up for you and they've never left you alone. Have I got a witness in here? And that's the same thing in our lives. At times, there are those moments in situations in our lives that can try us that can test us that can affect us based on different things that come in our direction but aren't you glad that you got somebody That will protect you. That you got somebody that will be there for you. That you got somebody that will never leave you. And that makes all the difference in your life and walk because when you got God with you, God will get you through the landmines that life sends. When you got God with you, God will get you through enemy fire. God will get you through rainy days. God will get you through dark days. God will get you through adversity and setbacks. God will get you through rocky times. God will be there and when you got God God will give you some protection God will give you some faith that lives with you God will give you some joy that lives with you God will give you some peace that lives with you God will give you some loyalty that lives with you all because you know that God has your back and when you know that God has your back you can say "God will keep me stable you can say I know God will make a way somehow you can say I'm not in this by myself you can say I I know God is going to walk with me I know God is going to get me through because God will get you through when things get hard, God will get you through, when things get out of hand God will get you through, when things get hectic, when things get troubling when things get weary, when things get harmful, when things get even out of order somebody can say, God is there with me all of the time And since God is there with me all of the time, I can say, God won't leave me alone, God won't Leave me by myself, God won't neglect me, but God will be there every step of the way. Have I got a witness in here? The Lord will be there for you. Somebody can say, I know I need the Lord because I know how it gets sometimes. Anybody on the sunrise I can say that sometimes it gets trying sometimes, it gets burdensome sometimes, it gets depressing sometimes, it gets stressful sometimes, it gets overwhelming sometimes, matter of fact it even gets on my nerves sometimes but you can say that God won't neglect me, that God won't abandon me, that God won't kick me to the curb, that God will still be with me even in spite of how tight it gets, I know that God God will still be there for me. And the thing about God being there for you, that ought to be a word for you. That ought to make you praise. That ought to make you shout because God will pick you up. Is there anybody that can say that God has picked me up from something that I've been down, but God has picked me up. I've had tears, but God has picked me up. I've had a broken heart, but God has picked Me up. I've had some rough days, but God has picked me up. I've had some rough moments, but God has picked me up. And since He's picked me up, I know He's a good father. I wish I had a witness here. He said he's a good father. He's a He's a great father. He's a loving father. He's a wonderful father. He's a faithful father. He's a consistent father. He's a truthful father. God's the kind of father that'll bless you. God is the father that'll make you better. God is the father that will heal your wounds, restore your soul. He's that father that can make you get back up. He's that father that you can turn to. I know it started bad, but just because it started bad, Sister Brown, don't mean it's gonna end bad. Because God is that father, Dr. Woodard. We all can say that he'll pick you up. Sister Woodard, he'll turn it around. Even though you gotta go through the floods, you gotta go through the messy waters. That's all right. Keep on going because God will turn it around and God will make a way somehow. So in this 32nd chapter of Deuteronomy, the fifth book of the Old Testament and the concluding book of what we know as the Pentateuch, this chapter is said to have been written by Moses and this chapter is referred to as a song talking about the journey, restoration and further Revelation this song is said to be like psalms and it relates to psalms 29 because of how it praises God and it is said to be to have been written during the second temple period which was between 515 BC and 70 AD And this chapter has been given great parallelism, symbolism, and it's because it talked about the children of Israel deliverance. And you can also go to Exodus chapter 19, verse 4, and that this poetic song was to be repeated by the Israelites as an ongoing witness and understanding of their covenant to the Lord and to make sure that they stay close to God and didn't turn away from him. So we see Moses speak to the people about hearing the word of God because Moses proclaims to the people about the greatness of God and how the Lord has been a rock for them and that everyone on earth is to hear what Moses has to say concerning the Lord and that God is a great God, a righteous God, a faithful God and even though Moses watches, highlights the sins of the people and questions whether they are really his children and why did they go against following the Lord but Moses lets them so make sure you keep God's word and when you do, and make sure that all you have to do is seek your elders. And watch this. When you seek your elders, they can tell you about what God has done, what God did, and how the Lord had made a way for them. And that's the God we serve serve a faithful God that no matter what generation comes or goes, there's been one thing that's been true. God has been there. Can I get a witness in here? That God has been there no matter what generation, no matter the mistakes, no matter the sin, aren't you glad God lets lets you have another chance? And since God lets you have another chance, we can learn from those that's come before us that God will make it all right, that God will get you together, that God will improve you. And that's why You got to be glad and grateful that God has stayed with you. So we see in the text, text says, Like an eagle that stirs up its nest, that hovers over its young. He spread his wings and caught them. He carried them on his pinions. The Lord alone guided them, and there was no foreign god with them. In the Hebrew language, this word stir means to rouse oneself. This word hover means to hover and to relax. This word spread means to spread and stretch out. This word caught means to take, to lay hold of, to seize and to leave. This word carry means to lift up and to sustain. This word pinion means Wings. This the name of God means the one true and self existing God. This word alone means security. This word guided means to tell it to leave. This word there means nothing to have, no possession of. This word foreign means a stranger or an alien. This word God, Sister Carolyn, means a false God. So here we see in the text that the eagle, which symbolizes God, knows how to arouse and wake up the young and is hovering, relaxing and now stretching out over the young, sister, younger, to lead to take hold and to carry along, to lift up, to support and to sustain while they are on his wing because our God, the one true self-existing God is our security and because the Lord is our security that's when he leads and nothing and no other false god was there because God did it alone. That's some power right there. That's some truth right there. And there's some peace because it's all because of God that any of us have been led anywhere. It's because of God that you've gotten to where you are. It's because of God that you've gotten delivered out of some stuff. It's because of God because since the Lord is the primary leader, it's because of God. God will lead you and God won't forsake you and God will guide you because we know that the Lord is our main leader and because the Lord is our leader, that will make any of us be calm and some all because we know God is leading us and that's something that you and I can hold on to that we can trust in that we can believe in that when we have God as our leader there is something about that watch this it makes you believe it makes you have faith it makes you trust in God because since God is my leader I I know that God will give me strength sister younger to take flight mm-hmm. I wish I had a witness in here because you got to trust God and you got to believe in God. And when you when you do, the Lord will let you take flight. Can I get a witness here? Will you let the Lord order your steps? That's when you can take flight because there will come a time that just like the Lord is leading, you got to be ready. You got to be ready to take flight. Can I get a witness in there? There will come a time that you just can't keep on holding on to the same stuff. You can't keep on submitting to the same ways. And there comes a time you can't be afraid to leave what you know in order to go somewhere completely different because there are those periods and moments in life where you got to take flight. And watch this you can't be afraid to use your wings because God is like that parent eagle and just like we as being his children are eagles in our own right but the thing about any eagle and any bird is it flies and doesn't stop until it's time to stop I wish I had a witness in here and that's what you and I gotta do that's what we do when I really trust in God I can't be afraid of my wings I can't be afraid to fly and I can't be afraid to trust God even in the even if I have to leave the uncomfortable even if I have to leave what I always long even if I have to leave what makes me not have to be stressed and pushed but when I walk with God I gotta trust my wings and get ready to fly cause if I really want to be transformed I got to be ready to leave and see watch this when I'm ready to leave that's when I can trust God cause I'm ready for a new destination but you gotta follow the leader I'm yeah. say it again, you got to follow the leader. Watch this. Don't argue with the leader, but make sure you trust the leader. But when you trust in the leader, you'll be glad you did, you'll be happy you did, and you'll be relieved you did, because when you will follow God, God will lead you into a new season, a new walk, and a new destination. Because see, you'll never really know how high you can go until you trust your wings. I'm going to say it one more time. You'll never know how high you can go until you trust your wings. Can I get away? And you never know how high you can feel and how high you can see until you really trust your wings. Because you can trust your wings based on, watch this, Sister Woodward. You know why we can trust our wings? We can trust our wings based on where the wings came from. The Lord is the one that produces the wing. The Lord is the one that got the power. The Lord is the one that got the strength and the might. And the Lord is the one that, since God is with me, I'm with Him fully. I'm with Him, and watch this. When I'm with God, Sister Taylor, I don't mind taking the risk because I know He gonna fly with me. Amen. I wish I had a witness in him, and I gotta tell Sunrise. Keep telling yourself, God is with me. Sometimes you got to remind yourself, God is with me. See, that's why you keep on flying. And that's what should make you continue to soar. because I know God is with me. And since he's with me, he looks out for me. He cares about me. He loves me. He watches over me. And because he does that, actions become different. My walk becomes different. And my life becomes different. All because I know God is doing something different and unusual. But I know God is at work. And when the Lord is at work, I got to trust God in such a way to where I'm okay with flying. I'm okay with adjusting. I'm okay with expanding. I'm okay with growing. I'm okay with a new flight. And watch this. I'm okay even with a new nest. Okay. Because sometimes I've got to get away from the old, got to get away from the common. Uh-oh, sometimes I got to get away from the power less. And I gotta get away from things that are dragging me, and sometimes I gotta get away from stuff that's not making me feel complete, but God is pulling me in a new direction. Can I get up? the Lord knows how to pull us, and that's why sometimes I can't stay at this old mess because a pull and an alteration is shown when change is needed y'all with me look at verse 11 of the text like an eagle that stirs up a nest that hovers over his young, he spread his wings and caught them he carried them on his on his pinions. look at what god is doing god is like an eagle and here are some characteristics of an eagle they have strong vision. They nurture their young, and they are tenacious defenders. This is according to an article written by E.N.D. Heatrow, and the most famous eagle in the United States is what we know as a bald eagle, and it is said that the bald eagle, Sister Younger, is faithful, has focused, sharp vision, courageous, resilient, and persistent. And can't you say God is the same way? Because When God begins to stir up the nest That's because God sees further than we do The Lord is faithful The Lord is never afraid And the Lord is always watching over us And there are reasons why I'm glad God will stir my nest Because the Lord cares about me The Lord looks out for me And since the Lord is doing that for me There's a reason God stirs the nest See you can't fight it when God stirs your nest There's something that makes you uncomfortable When God stirs your nest There's something that tugs on you when the Lord Stirs your nest and there's something that Begins to make you feel uneasy When the Lord stirs your nest There's something that's pushing you To a whole new level When the Lord is stirring Your nest Because when the Lord Begins to work that's when Your nest gets stirred when the Lord Begins to work that's when, when That's when God pulls and really Works on us when the nest is stirred Because watch this the nest that I'm Currently in has a way of making me hold on to dead things. I wish I had a witness. It makes me still try to do the same things and not adjust. See, watch this. It can make me still try to accept this or that, but it isn't working. And even though I'm still trying to make it work, it it can make you still try to think you can keep doing it the same way. It can make you still try to coast instead of breaking out of the shell. Can I get a witness in? And if you aren't careful, you can be in the nest going through the motions, playing it safe, playing it cool, and thinking that nothing will alter what you have. But you got to be careful about trying to be comfortable. You have to be careful about not trying to change. You got to be careful about not wanting to adjust because, watch this, you can have the nest but can't fly and nobody's flying with you. (laughs) That's the thing about it. The Lord will give you a wake up call. And the Lord will give you an eye. On those signs. The Lord will give you eye. On those moments where even if even you have to understand, and realize, God stirring my mist. because <laughs> God has told me it's time to change. There's a reason why God is telling you certain things. There's a reason why you don't want to See, Watson, you want you don't want to ignore the Lord when He's stirring the nest, because God is it wants you to see some things clearer. And God is telling all of us sunrise, stop living stalled and stop living in a delayed spirit. The Lord is telling you what you need to follow and fly. Because watch this, you don't want to get in the position or place to where you want to fly, but there's nowhere to go. No direction. And you don't have your safety net because the nest <laughs> made you too still. Y'all gonna pray with me just for a few minutes. Because watch this. Sometimes the nest can make you too still. Sometimes the nest can make you too dependent. Sometimes the the nest can make you too content where you don't wanna try to go further and reach forward, but just wasting time and talent. Sometimes the nest can make us miss out on valuable time that we can never get back. Sometimes the nest can make me hold back when I shouldn't hold back. And then I miss what was right in my possession, Watch this sunrise. Sometimes the nest makes us not take full advantage of our gifts and intelligence, but because it makes us so comfortable, then it makes us too passive. And then sometimes, I don't know about you, but I can put myself in this regard. My feelings get hurt when I miss out on open doors because my nest became my worst enemy. Y'all going to pray with me for a few minutes. Sometimes I can be too attached To the nest And and some attachments Can be too deep That I let them govern me Instead of God And God is the chief eagle And really some of of my attachments Make my relationship with God affected. Uh oh because watch this You can, if you're not careful, you can let your trust in God be affected because you're too attached to the nest. In other words, don't let the nest make you miss out on your blessings, your answer prayer, your miracle, your potential. Don't let the nest make you miss out on love, but don't let the nest make you miss out what God has called you to. And here it is. Don't let the nest make you miss God. <laughs> Can I get a witness? here that's why that's why we need the Lord to stir up the nest, cause the nest needs to go, and the reason it needs to go because, watch this, God gives new revelation, Doctor Woodard, and not just revelation, but I also know sometimes my nest needs to be stirred because Sister Taylor, my nest doesn't have power. And here it is. Don't give the nest your power. Uh oh. Because watch this, the, the nest where you were, it was good for that time. But now it's time to fly. Uh, y'all going to pray with me? Now it's time to progress. Now it's time to move forward. Now it's time to go where the Lord desires for me to go. Because I want the Lord to send me, watch this, where I can be productive. See, when you get the most out of something, there's nothing else. It's And there's nothing else. It's okay to move forward. Uh Uh Uh-oh, uh-oh, y'all know what I'm about to say, right? It's gonna get a little what? It's gonna get a little tight. It's gonna get a little tight. And I'm gonna tell you why, watch it, watch it. It's right here. You can't make the nest be something that you want when it wasn't designed to be that. I told you I was gonna get a little tight, and watch this, and I and I God 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 got me with this one right here. Sunrise, we can't make anything or anyone be what we want them to be, right? Because watch this, it's on them if they want to change, and it's on them if they want to stay at their nest. But when the Lord is calling you. Uh oh! When the Lord is calling you, God will show you what can fly with you and what can't make the trip. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. See, when you get ready to take flight, sometimes our nests try to stop us.
1: Mm-hmm. But you got to make
0: sure you know who your captain is. <laughs> and when you know who your captain is, you can leave and not return. Can I get a witness in here? That's why some mess you can't go back to. Some things that gave you frustration, that gave you heartbreak, that gave you pain, that gave you hurts, that gave you uneasiness, that gave you trouble. There's some things I can't go back to because I trust my captain. And since I trust my captain, I'm okay with flying in a new direction. Because the Lord is the leader. Can I get a witness? Y'all y'all, y'all praying with me. I said the Lord is the leader. And watch this. The leader Gives the passengers the right route. I wish I had a witness here. It's right here in the text, it's right here, verse 11 and 12 of the text. Look at an eagle that stirs up his nest, that herbers over his young. He spread his wings and caught them, he carried them on his pinions. The Lord alone guided him. There was no foreign God with him. God is doing the guiding, God is doing the leading, and God is making me ready for the new location. He's the one because I trust his direction. If I trust his direction, I have to trust his protection. I'm saying it again. If I trust his direction, I got to trust his protection. Oh, because the Lord is the kind of leader that protects me from the nest, protects me from other forces, can protect you from vicious people. Uh Uh-oh, I got to say it again. Y'all know what I'm about to say, right? It's about to get what? It's going to get let tight. Because sometimes God has to protect me from myself. That's right.
1: That's all right now.
0: Because sometimes I can get my own self in trouble. Sometimes I can get my own self worn out. And sometimes I can get my, I can get my own self frustrated by staying at the nest too long. Mm-hmm. Man. Uh-oh. Trying to make some stuff work when it shouldn't trying to make people change and trying to be there for everybody, but nobody's there for me. Mm-hmm. Being, be having an open door policy where I can let everybody bring their problems to me. But when I need to bring my problems to them, they know where to be found. Mm-hmm. Can I get a win? That's why sometimes God stirs up the nest, And when he stirs up the nest. I understand that I can't stretch myself so thin that I don't have time for me, and I don't have time for God, and I'm not being a good steward over what God gave me. I need God to stir up my nest. I need God to make the change. I need God to direct me. Is there anybody that can say, I just want God to stir up my nest? Amen. Because, see, when the Lord stirs up your nest, God is leading us. Watch this, Sister winter because there's a betterness in store. Uh. Sister Younger, when the Lord leads us, there are those moments where we all drop off unnecessary weight, we drop off unnecessary baggage, and when the Lord leads you, you be you become okay, Sister Twyla, with not always meeting everyone's expectations because you're too busy taking care of yourself. Mm-hmm. Don't let the pressures of life affect you so much That you allow that to have more influence on you than God And the Lord knows how to stir my nest in such a way I've learned to let go I've learned to move on I've learned to let to take a new flight I'm going to let the Lord lead me And I can tell you, you won't regret when the Lord leads you Is there anybody that can say you? I, I don't regret God leading me I feel complete I feel energized I feel relieved And I feel special Because I'm his child He loves me He surrounds me He saves me Because he stirred up my mess The Lord has led you before He's taken care of you before He's seen about your needs before He's been with you before He's made things better before Sometimes you just got to rewind and say If he did it before, he gonna do it right now because I want him to lead me to my destination. Destination, Lead me to my promise. Lead me to my goal. Lead me to my assignment. Lead me to my purpose. Lead me to my opportunity. Lead me to my favor. And my call, Lord, lead me. Even, even if it's scary, if it's challenging, if it's unknown, if it's different, I'm trusting in God and I want God to lead me. Because watch this. I you I wouldn't trust somebody's direction if I didn't trust them personally. Mm-hmm. But when you know God personally, you can trust his direction. Sometimes God got to stir me up. Even if He has to stir up in this, even if He got to break you out your comfort zone, change your mindset, change the way you do things, break you out of some cycles in habits. God, but see, you got to say, whatever God has to do to bless me, I'm on board with it. All right. You gotta say, I'm on board with it I may have to leave the familiar But I'm on board with it I may have to go to uncharted land But I'm on board with it Why? Because he promised he would be there with you I may have to deal with life adjustments But I'm on board with it I may have to deal with some hurts, some tears Even some second guesses But because I trust in God Because I believe in God I'm on board with it And I'm not turning back Because I want the Lord to bless me it reminds me. It reminds me, Doctor Woodard, Sister Taylor, Sister Younger, of Joe Torrey, who was before he retired a great baseball manager for my favorite team, Sister Brown, the New York Yankees. <laughs> <laughs> but see, but see, Sister Carolyn, before he got to the Yankees, he had a. He was he, he was in and out. He didn't have a great managing career. And some people, Sister Twyla, they question why would the Yankees hire joe Torre, but here it is the yankees hadn't been to the world series since the younger since 1978. Joe Torre got there in his first year in 1996. They won the World Series. They beat the They beat the Atlanta Braves, and then in 1998 they beat the San Diego Padres. 1999 they beat They beat the Braves again. In 2000 they beat the New York Mets. He won four World Series championships in his first five years. And the New York Yankees had the most World Series championships in Major League Baseball history at 27. But watch this. Even though it didn't seem popular to people, that's what happens that God can use unlikely folk to make a major difference. Oh, I wish I had a winner. Ain't, ain't that like, that's how God is. He uses unlikely people to get the most because he has to stir the nest. Can I, can I give you some examples? Bill Russell was an unlikely person to be the leader and the anchor of the Boston Celtics because you know in Boston they were, there was much racism but Bill Russell teamed up with Red Arrowback and, beca- and led the Boston Celtics to 11 championships. Then Bill Russell became the first African American head coach in NBA history with the Boston Celtics. He was unlikely but the Nets got stirred. Frank Robinson was unlikely. He was a star for the Baltimore Orioles in the Cincinnati Reds winning the MVP award in both the National and American League—the first player to ever do that—he won the Triple Crown. Then he became the first African American baseball manager in history by managing the Cleveland Indians. Then he managed the Baltimore Orioles, San Francisco Giants, Montreal Expos, who later became the Washington Nationals. He was unlikely, but the nest got stirred, and then it was active. Anthony Mackie, who played Falcon in Marvel Avengers series, but then in Avengers Endgame, he was given the mantle passed to him by Captain America, who was named Steve Rogers, but anybody that's watched Marvel knows that for the majority of time, Captain America was a Caucasian man, and now it became a black man, and now there's gonna be a series coming out with Anthony Mackie as Captain America, but what am I saying? He was unlikely, but the nest got stirred, because when God's hands is on it, you can't stop God's blessings. I I wish I had a witness in there. Can't you see in our world that God is stirring the nest? Can't you see things have been changed? Look at African Americans who become college presidents of institutions and they aren't just HBCUs but 70 to 100 years ago sunrise that was unheard of but God has been stirring the that's not only that, look at that in the NFL now you got black quarterbacks who are the stars and faces of the National Football League but 50 years ago 60, 60 years ago 40 years ago, black quarterbacks starting in the National Football League was frowned upon, but then it took a man by the name of Doug Williams who starred in the Super Bowl against the Denver Broncos to change everybody's perception. Even though Doug Williams starred with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and he led them to the playoffs, but they wouldn't give him a contract extension because he was a black quarterback. But then he went to the Washington Redskins, got benched, got injured, but then in the Super Bowl came and led them and threw four touchdowns in the second quarter when they scored 35 points and got one of the highest scoring quarters in Super Bowl history became the Super Super Bowl MVP, it was the nest that got stirred. That's all I'm saying, God uses unlikely folk, but when God get done with them, the nest gonna be stirred. Well, we need God to stir the nest. If anybody can say, God, please stir my nest. (laughs) See, when we start, when God stirs the nest, sunrise, we love one another. We we pray for one another. We show kindness to one another. We feed the poor. We, cl- we help clothe those who need clothes. We can stir the nest. We can help somebody with homework. We can tell somebody what to wear to a job interview. We can help somebody who's got to raise kids by themselves. We can help somebody who's on hard times. When we stir the nest, I just want to tell sunrise, we're going to let God. Keep on stirring our nest because when the Lord keeps on stirring our nest, we're going to keep on preaching. We're going to keep on praying. We're going to keep on singing. We're going to keep on worshiping. We're going to keep on serving. We're going to keep on speaking up and speaking out because when, when you talk about the name of the Lord and anybody that can say Jesus saved, we know revival can happen. We know that those who don't know Christ, when the nest gets stirred, God is able to bring them to the church. Have I got a witness in here? Well, I'm through. I'm about to come on. Sister Young, I'm about to come on in here now. But there's one more thing I got to tell you, Dr. Woodard, about, this, about an eagle. It is said that the wingspans, wingspans of an eagle go from five feet to over eight feet. And when they begin to fly, they cover plenty of ground because of how strong and how far, Sister Taylor, their wings can take them. Can I get a witness in here? See, that's what I love about the Lord because you know, some animals, they, can, they can't go in every habitat. I wish I had a witness in here. Some animals can't go in every habitat because if they go to some habitat, they'll die. But oh, aren't you glad that when you got God in your life, I wasn't trying to go here, but I'm feeling pretty good now. When you got God in your life, Dr. Wood, Sister Wood, there's no restrictions to God because He'll fly everywhere. Can I get a witness in here? And I heard Sister Claire Ward, she chimes in right here, Sister Brown, and she says, Sister Wood, I need the Lord to guide me every day as I'm traveling along this rough in narrow way though afflictions fill my soul i'm determined to make my goal because i gotta have jesus because i can't just make because i can't make it by myself what she said she said every day i pray i pray and i pray and ask the lord don't leave me by myself every morning through the years i pray you got to know that when you got jesus i just can't make it by myself. And it was author Suzanne Gale. Suzanne Gale said it this way, life doesn't always go according to plan. Sometimes heading into a new direction can be scary until you realize you're headed toward new and exciting destination. And it was the great theologian C.S. Lewis who said, you can't go back and change the beginning, but you can start where you are and change the ending. Can I give a witness in here? There'll be somebody that can say, I'm so glad that the Lord will stir up my nest. And I got the closing now, but it reminds me when I was a kid and I remember my mom and dad, they would give me martial meal. I said, they give me martial meal. I never used to be a big fan of grits, but they gave me some martial meal. Don't judge me, let me tell my story. But they gave me martial meal for breakfast. And the thing about Marshall meal, Sister Younger, if you tasted it by itself, it would be bland and wouldn't have any taste. But what they would do, Sister Woodward, they would give me some butter, give me some milk, and give me some sugar. And then when they gave me the butter, gave me the milk, and gave me the sugar, it tasted better, Sister Twilight, because I had some taste. But you know how I had to get that Taste, what did they do? They started. I had a spoon and I had to stir it all together. And when I stirred it all together, it made it taste all right. That's all I got to tell you this morning. That when you let God stir your nest and when you let the Lord have his way, you'll be everything I am. I'm in a bowl, but then the Lord sent some love, the Lord has sent some peace. The Lord has sent some grace The Lord has sent some mercy And he'll start Stirring and when he starts Stirring me I'll be Able to fight when he Starts stirring me I'll be able to make it When he starts stirring me I'll be able to say I know The Lord will Make a way somehow Is there anybody That can wave a hand And say thank 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 you, Lord, that you stirred me. Thank you, Lord, that you stirred me. I've been down sometimes, but you stirred me. I've been up sometimes, but you stirred me. And because the Lord stirred you, you can say, I know God got my back. And I just want to tell sunrise, let the Lord stir you. Because when he stirs you, you can keep on flying. I'm gonna fly over. I'm gonna fly over this. I'm gonna fly over criticism. I'm gonna fly over my past. I'm gonna fly over pain and I'm gonna fly over difficulty. And Sister Young, I just got to close it this way that when the Lord stirs our nest, we can fly over sin because we all was in that nest. But it was one Friday on a hill called Calvary. Jesus, he died didn't he die he died for you and sister brownie died for me we had a mess of sin but aren't you glad that jesus died because it was early. early 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 He got it with our power in his hands So we can fly And I'm flying over That sin I'm flying over That mistake I'm flying over that demon I just want to tell you Since you got Jesus Keep on flying Don't let nothing stop you Because if God is flying We're going to fly with him No matter what comes our way Rain may come but keep on flying. Thorns may come, thunder may come, but don't you stop flying, because after a while, by and by, we can't fly no more, but I'm going to fly to heaven. Is there anybody here that want to fly with heaven with me? Tremaine Hawkins used to say, if you want to know where I'm going, I'm going up yonder to be with my Lord. Mahalia Jackson used to say, I'm going to move on up just a little bit higher. That old deacon used to say, cheers, the old ship of Zion. Grandmama used to say, you ought to get on board because it's a landed Many a thousand keep on flying because the Lord will, the Lord will, the Lord God will make it all right. Do you know he'll make it all right? Say yeah. Come on, let me hear you. Say yeah. He gonna make it all right. Fly, fly. I'm gonna fly away and be at rest. Anybody gonna fly away? Let me see you use your wings. Go ahead and use your wings. And say I'm gonna fly. I'm gonna fly. Fly, fly. and be at a ra yeah oh yeah oh i'm going to fly it's all right there is rn it's all right oh thank you and bless the pits amen i'm going to fly Sunrise, just keep on flying. I just want to tell you, just keep on flying. Just keep on flying. Your flight not going, just keep on flying. God going to get you. Every now and again, he got to stir up, but when he stirs up the nest, that's all right. Because I'm going to keep on flying. Somebody need to keep flying. Somebody been in the nest for too long, but God is saying come. Somebody that does know him, God is saying come. It's time for a new nest. It's time for a new direction. It's time for a new flight. It's it's time to get get all that unnecessary weight off your wings. It's time for you to just try your wings and fly to where the Lord has for you. God got a destination, but you got to trust him enough to fly. Give God a hand clap of praise.